On today's episode, we're going to talk about the challenges and beauty of fully committing to a dream. Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Allie. And this is Uncooked Uncooked Conversations. Conversations, where we talk about life, family, business, and everything in between. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since we've recorded an episode. We missed you. We've missed the microphone. Oh, I meant the listener. Oh. <laughs> I guess them too. She's like looking at the, the microphone with loving <gasps> eyes. <laughs> Feeling a little jealous over here. <laughs> I just need to hear myself more. Me, the microphone, my headphones. Man. Yeah. So. Uh, it's becoming the alley show now. Welcome to my life world. Oh, just kidding. This is how you make marriage work. Just choose one person. It becomes all about them. You're good. Yeah, as long as you don't mind being nobody. <laughs> just change your name to Backscratcher and you'll be good. <laughs> Hi, this is my husband, Backscratcher. Oh, I wish I could get one of those. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or massage fingers, magic fingers, Parnell. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, don't get weird. <laughs> this is going to get weird real fast. I better get back. <laughs> on the train. Uh, right. Podcasting. We're podcasting. Podcasting. We're podcasters. Let's do this. Okay. So it's been a month since we've sat in these chairs and discussed yeah. a topic together. I think our last topic to, to was be technical, about Asher. I sit in this chair almost every day. So <laughs> I said since we sat in these chairs and done podcasting. Oh, true. True. Yeah. Not since obviously we sit in these chairs every day and work. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds sad, but we enjoy our work. So mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Work is not always easy. Work isn't everything, people. No. Get outside. <laughs> Breathe some fresh air. <laughs> Sniff that COVID. God. <laughs> Sniff the fresh Don't even COVID cut the out. word COVID out. We're going to get censored for that. <laughs> like our podcast. This is a podcast. Is... Nobody can censor you. <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, I know that. <laughs> We're going to get shut down. <laughs> We're going to get like People come to our door and has, hazmat suits. <laughs> you said COVID. We heard the words. I don't know why. Why are hazmat suit people pirates? <laughs> You're. We heard the words COVID and we're coming to run you through. Walk the plank, you COVID instigators. Oh my gosh. I'm like, sorry, sorry. It was just a joke. It was a, it was a gag, yo. It's a gag. <laughs> if you enjoy listening to Uncooked Conversations as much as we love bringing it to you, and you'd like to support our efforts to bring you laughter, vulnerability, education, all wrapped up in one podcast, then click the link in the description. It'll take you to our Patreon where you can become a supporter of two different tiers. So go ahead and click the link below or go to patreon.com slash uncooked conversations. Now back to the show. Yeah, so thank you everyone for joining us today. Um, I wish that we could have recorded more podcasts between now and the last one, but man, oh man, life, you know? Been crazy, yo. We're all navigating this wild world. Life, we're living it. (laughs) So I did want to tell everybody, so we have um, increased our um, followers on Instagram quite a bit recently, which is super exciting, as well as our listens. I think we've certainly broke over 300 listens on our podcast for having only eight episodes and not all that much marketing. So if you have not yet followed us on Instagram, please do so because we are getting more active on there, especially in our stories. And pretty soon we're going to have some question opportunities for like some Q&A. Um, but also some chances for you to just give us feedback and let us know what kinds of uh, topics and content that you want to hear us talk about. 
Um, so make sure that you follow us at Uncooked Convos on Instagram and um, go to our little highlights. And there's going to be a, a section for like Q&A and submit topics. And so you can pretty much do that anytime if you go straight to that highlight. Let's see. Any reviews you want to read from our podcast? So this one is by Lidl Bits. It says, my new favorite podcast. Only on episode two, and I'm hooked. As someone who doesn't have kids yet, I am still learning so many things that I can equip for my future. Paul and Allie have a really nice rhythm that is both entertaining and interesting to listen to. I definitely feel like a fly on the wall just chilling with them in the living room. Can't wait for future episodes. Definitely worth a listen. Why, thank you. <laughs> that was me saying it to her, not part of the, the <laughs> review. Yeah, so make sure that you leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast because we love hearing great things and it encourages us to keep making this content for you. So I really just want to give an update um, to start off with about what we've been up to the past month or so. And then I think that's going to lead really nicely into our topic for today, which is around um, when you hit walls in what you're pursuing just to continue to keep going. And also how like things kind of circle around. Mm, yeah. Well, so as you guys know, working on uh, the RPG Empire and things are going really awesome. I was working on like creating some sort of membership site and then that turned into Patreon, which I'm still doing the Patreon, but then it kind of like shifted a little bit into products, um, which is something I'm, I'm really well suited for. And I've been thinking about doing for a long time, but for some reason, it just felt like there was like a thing between me and actually doing it. And then I hired a writer and I'm like a quarter of the way done. So <laughs> like, oh yes, why didn't I do this to start with? So uh, I am producing a game book based on the, the Dust World RPG podcast, which has a game in it that I already made, but we're making a new version of it. So I'm super excited about it and we're doing really well. We've got a bunch of play testers, uh, over 25 people have signed up. If you're interested in that kind of thing, you can check out my Instagram, the RPG Empire. Um, yeah. And then for me, um, you know, I've been working on my Healing Mothers Collective and it's been interesting, you know, the journey for me on on building this because being fully transparent, like this is kind of the furthest that I've gotten building out this parenting business that I've ever gotten before because every other time I've attempted to build it, I um, something major has happened in our life where um, we like move or my, you know, my dad passed away right as I was in the beginning stages and having a, uh, another baby. And so I feel like I'm like further along, but I also feel like I'm hitting this wall of resistance internally right now where I'm like, Oh, okay. Like this is <laughs> like abort ship. Maybe you should be doing something else. Like you're not doing the right thing right now. Like there's a lot of internal resistance that I'm feeling right now. Um, and I think we did an episode on this several months back where we talked yeah. about resistance. And mm -hmm. so we're, probably going to have some similar conversations, but um, yeah, new It'd perspective. Yeah. So uh, we were talking earlier and I guess we'll talk again now mm -hmm. uh, just about how we've kind of like come to a point where we're like looking back on life and going like, oh, I started to do something like this, you know, a year ago, several years ago, a lifetime ago. Um, and just kind of thinking about how kind of we've been equipped for what we're doing now mm. already. And we're yeah. kind of like drawing on those 
past knowledges. Uh, in particular, so I'm writing a tabletop role-playing game, um, which if you don't know what that is, then it's fine. It's a book that's for playing a game at a table, <laughs> tabletop role-playing game, um, a role-playing game at a table. So I've been designing, like thinking about role-playing games since I was in high school. Um, a friend of mine who helped me create this setting actually, um, and I created our own role-playing game like in high school or just after. And so I've been kind of in this game design mindset since then. And that's many, many years, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, then from there, I, I went to school for video game design and like kind of learned more about design and storytelling and then kind of like kept going, became a filmmaker. And now it's kind of like I'm circling back like, okay, well, I was taking my sort of filmmaking skills kind of interesting kind of like uh i don't know tapering off so it's like i went from filmmaking then back to audio recording and that got us into the podcast and then that's kind of like tapering down until it's like back to making role-playing games Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting you know it's like storytelling kind of like ballooning out and then coming all the way back for me um i'm super excited about it and i feel like i really have a passion for role-playing and storytelling because it gives people a safe space to tell stories together and to kind of like leave their hardship behind. Um, I've been throwing around the ideas of like sandbox creative or something like that, where it's like, it's like, it's this idea of like coming together with your friends where you can leave all of your, just all the hardships in life at the door. And you can just for a little bit step into something some dream fulfillment or or kind of like live life in a different way. And so, yeah, so I'm super stoked about it. Yeah, I think that's really um, one thing that we were talking about yesterday. Um, so, you know, what you're talking about is like you've been through these different stages of working on different passions and businesses and, and really like skills and careers um, and you're circling around. So you've started with this role playing and you kind of done, you've done these other things and now you're back at role playing and it'll continue to like circle and spiral. And one thing that you and I were talking about yesterday that I was having a hard time with was just not being able to do all the things that I want to do right now. Yeah, And it's so difficult when I have these things in my heart and they just feel like like it's kind of painful to hold things in your heart that want to come out, but you just feel like you don't have the time and you don't have capacity to really let them out in the way that you want to. Yeah. And I think that's something that I I definitely feel right now. So it's like what I'm doing with Healing Mothers is absolutely fulfilling something that I've wanted to do for a long time in a dream. But by saying yes to that, so it's like the cost opportunity thing, I'm saying no to other dreams and goals that I had, right. that I have. And um, in our conversation yesterday, something I thought that was really incredible that you said that starting to help me come to peace and relax a little bit more in the fact that I can't do everything right now. You said, dreams, I love you and I will be back as soon as I can. Yeah. And that hit me like in such a important place because Mm. I feel like almost by saying, I think what I felt before is by saying yes to this dream right now, 
I'm like saying no to everything else almost like permanently mm. as opposed to like we can circle back around to this. Mm. Like I can come yeah. back around to that dream and that desire of singing songwriting. I can come back around to that dream and that desire of traveling the world, learning another language, doing these different things. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying yes to right now. And I have a reason and I have a purpose behind that. Mm, that's good. And I think like that's kind of what I've seen you go through with this RPG Empire stuff. Is totally. like you're circling back around to this thing and you have a reason and a purpose right now for mm -hmm. why you're doing this RPG Empire thing as opposed to filmmaking, as opposed to graphic novels, as opposed yeah. to all of these other things you could be doing. And I want to do them all. I know. And for sure. Like, both and of every us. day, yeah. new ideas, new things like you know, working on that cartoon, mm -hmm. um, the no capes in the house, like yeah. want to do that. And it's just like, there's so many things. You just can't do it all. Yeah. And there's a freedom though in committing. Yeah. And there's, you know, and, there's, and like actively choosing not right now. Yeah. But I think it's that mindset shift that we had yesterday, or at least for me, of just that it's not a no forever, but it's just a no temporarily. Yeah. But also that it's not even like, a no, like you can't put any energy into it, but it's realizing that like this yes right now is actually going to support these other things later. Right. That it's not like me saying yes and fully committing to what I'm doing right here, right now. It's not taking away from those things, but it's actually still pouring energy and life into them mm. because those things are going to benefit in the future from what I'm working on right now. Right. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking is that it's by... Kind of one of the things, and at least I've noticed in our culture, is this FOMO, mm, right? Mm -hmm. The fear of missing out. You're yes. like, I want to do this, but then I see that and I want to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to do that. I don't want to be kind of missing out. But there's really a freedom and commitment. And I think our generation, I, I don't know if other generations deal with this as much, but definitely I've felt this. And I know a lot of people, you know, in my generation feel this, which is like, if I commit to something, then I lose out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm losing out by commitment. You yes. know, we we feel that within like a marriage partnership. People mm -hmm. are like, oh, the ball and chain, you know, like I'm kind of missing out or whatever. Um, you know, business, career, kind of everything. But there's a freedom in commitment that's so good because when you can commit, you know that you can say no. Mm-hmm. And like, it frees you up to say no to all these things that could drain your energy yeah. or time or your thoughts or your uh, efforts. And now, like, because I mean, me personally, I am a creative idea machine. Like every morning I wake up with like 10 new ideas. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have something that I'm True like, story. I am committed to this, yeah. I will work every day on this. Like I just end up in this cycle of I'm not actually creating because I'm spending so much time babying all of these ideas mm -hmm. versus being able to go like, okay, these are great ideas. I'll put you guys in this file. And then when I come to a place where, where the thing I'm currently committed to is ending or I'm at a place where I'm satisfied, then I can take some of these ideas and put them in the pipeline and start working on those. Yeah. And it just like frees you up. Yeah. And I think what's beautiful about the life experience that you and I have both had now, you know, after being kind of like out of like the college working, like early years of our life for, you know, for me, 10 years, for you, 15, like we've been through enough life to have seen a few cycles through different, you know, like seasons. seasons and just, I feel like I can relax a little more knowing that things do come back around. I mm -hmm. think, 
you know, in my early 20s, I was like so freaked out. I was like, I have to do it all right now. And I still feel that way, but I, it's like a more calm down version of that. Yeah. And even I was talking to my mom last night, you know, and she's in her 60s and she's like, you have so much life ahead of you to do all of the things you're talking about. And so just like continuing to relax. It's like we have time. We have time. Yeah. To do these things. And so I think, you know, I, I like this like kind of circling around metaphor that we keep yeah. coming back to because I used to do like songwriting and singing all the time, like back in my late teens and early 20s. And then, you know, I got much more into marketing and graphic design and website building and, you know, business brand building and all of that. And, you know, of course, video with you. And then I shifted much more into psychology and relationships and parent and of course becoming a mother um like pa- the parenting sphere and that's really what I'm in right now but I've been feeling this really intense like pull toward singing songwriting again recently and it's been very kind of like this emotional process for me to like allow that light to come through again and and almost like I I felt like I had to like it was gone forever but I'm seeing ways where it can come out now. And so it's like I'm cycling back to that piece. And I can see how my experience with psychology and therapy and self-development is like hugely going to impact the way that I write songs in the future. Mm-hmm. And it's going to it's gonna be beautiful. Like yeah. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Definitely you will have something different to give, yeah. you know, than you did when you were – like a lovesick teenager writing all those songs. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I wasn't really writing about love. Oh, yeah? No. Mathematics. You're like, (laughs) pi is the square root of 3.279. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 3.1415926 something. That's, I think, I'm, I'm, I feel 90% sure. I remember 3.14. So, yeah, that's, that's the number you're supposed to remember. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote a lot about a lot of very intense, deep emotions, which yeah. is not surprising. Um, I definitely think that that will still be there. Yeah. They just might be a little bit more positive yeah. or lined with some silver at this point. Yeah. Or some freedom for other people to feel through your music. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I, I have a question that I think will be really awesome for the listeners Uh-oh. to hear. No, I mean, it, I think it's a good one. Um, you know, having talked a, a bit about, you know, cycling back through different things and then re- like making the active choice to commit to this and say no to like, just like not yet to these other things. Um, I'd love for both of us to share our why behind, like, why are we saying yes mm. to what we're saying yes to right now? So I think kind of what came out in conversations about this stuff is my why is I had a kind of lonely childhood, um, even though I had a brother, but just like, I don't know, I just felt kind of closed off to things. And I want to create RPG Empire as a place where people who feel isolated and alone and like in trauma can feel belonging. Mm you know, in our discord or whatever, or in the materials when they read them that they can like really feel connected and like, and then also in the games that they play through, you know, the things we've made where they get to feel belonging with their friends. And in fact, what comes to my mind is I should even put like a little acknowledgement at the beginning of the book and just say something like that. Like Mm -hmm. 
this is a game, but I hope that it's a place you can belong. Mm, that's beautiful. So, so that's like really on your heart right now. So you're saying yes to this because you just feel that like people need a place to belong. Yeah, and you feel yeah. like that calling to help bring that. Yeah, I think I space. always have, and yeah. just kind of come in different ways. Yeah. Um, are there like any other reasons, like especially in the practical realm, mm. why you decided to focus on the RPG Empire right now? Yeah, I I think there's a bunch. Obviously, COVID um, kind of shutting us in and shutting down my my business was a yeah. The filmmaking work, the filmmaking work was a big deal. Uh, I actually had a pretty good contract that looked like it was going to turn into something amazing um, right before COVID, but COVID kiboshed it. Yeah. Um, like in the filmmaking world. In the filmmaking world, yeah. Right. Like as a as a as writing a real show that was like really getting pitched to real studios and all that. And so that was super disappointing. And I think like between that and then thinking about filmmaking, the filmmaking life is kind of crazy. In fact, there's there's a guy I follow who's uh, big into the post-production side of things. So like editing, visual effects. And they are, uh, they've created this petition to create a 45 hour work week for the film industry, uh, especially the post-production because you can work like 18 hours. Um, and so the kind of, where I'm getting at with this is that like the lifestyle to be a filmmaker right now is very challenging and especially with two small kids and family. And that's really important to me. And so I kind of contemplated it a lot and I wanted to build something where I could build something that I love, something that I feel like I'm giving to the world and like, you know, creating really great things, but also feel present and available and alive within my relationships with my family. Mm. So that's awesome. Yeah. And we're so grateful that you're doing that. Yeah. You're such a present and involved father and husband. And that's going to make such a big difference to our kids yeah. as they get older. Certainly a goal. Yeah. Certainly a goal. I mean, I know we have this conversation a lot when Asher was a lot younger of like, you know, you don't want to miss out on these early years. And like, yeah. you know, you'll have your whole rest of your life to be busy and on set all the time. But like these early years that are so fundamental and transformational for, for kids, like – you know, you only get that once. Yep. Yeah. And I just really want to set them up the best way I can. So, Allie. <laughs> yes. What is your why for your business? Yeah. So, like, why I'm saying yes right now to the Healing Mothers as opposed to many, many, many other things that I want to be doing. Um, I think COVID is definitely a reason, like I think everyone has, you know, COVID is the reason for why they're doing what they're doing for the most part right now. Been impacted in lots of different ways. Yeah, like I love, very similarly on the practical side, it um, just allows me to be at home and to be um, flexible with my time and just a fully online business. Um, I'm not needing to be out and in contact with other people physically. I mean, I hope in the future I can be doing events and, you know, Big, big vision. But um, yeah, for right now, I mean, definitely there is that like flexibility on the practical side. Um, I think also I am a natural researcher. I love to read and to learn. And I constantly, when I am reading books and articles, I'm like, oh my gosh, just everybody needs like, I wish all moms knew and understood this material. Yeah, And I just get such this fire and passion in my heart. And I just want an outlet to be able to share and to, to support other moms in this. And I know that like in this season, because 
I have my kids at the ages that they're at, like I feel motivated to do this kind of a research. I don't Mm -hmm. think in 20 years, I mean, maybe we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. But it's like, I don't think in 20 years that I'm going to continue to be as passionate about these particular topics. Right. And so I feel like it's kind of like harnessing what I'm already doing and being able to channel that information to also help and support others who are on that same journey. Well, I think you're so good at that too. And even with like pregnancy and birth, Mm -hmm. like I learned more about those things than I ever (laughs) could have possibly wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. It's like, you know, telling me a birth story is like my happy place. Like I love, even if it's like terrible and traumatic, like I love it because I just care about that process so much. And And the people. Well, yeah, like that's exactly The people are the process. Yeah, like the people. So if it's like beautiful, it's like I want to embrace that beautiful story with you. And if it's traumatic and difficult, like I want to sit there in the pain with you and like help you be able to like navigate that story and that experience and be able to, you know, rise up from it. So yeah, I I have a lot of passion about motherhood and I just want to be able to have a space to channel it. Um, The other piece that I'm really focusing on a lot um, that I think is a little bit more behind the scenes, I don't talk about very much on the podcast or in my social spheres or anything. But this past year, I have been very deep into learning about investing and real estate and um, and finance. And, you know, for me, a extremely important goal I have is financial freedom. And even though it's not like the most, well, for some people, it's like the happiest topic in the world and they could like do it all day long. And like, they want their whole life to be about finance and investing and all that. And I find it very interesting, but I, I know there's a part of me that's like, a large part of me that's like, you know, the artist in me, the healer in me, the person that wants to like, you know, do other things, write books and all that. Like, I don't see myself as like a full-time only investor person, but I feel very passionate about being financially free. And so I'm very passionate about that topic Mm. right now because I... I think once we get that pillar established in our life, like I was saying earlier, it's going to affect every other dream we have and make it so much more possible. Yeah. Um, And so I'm wholly committed to that process of becoming financially free and very strong in our financial position. I think that's great. What came to my mind is that it would be cool to do a Q&A mm-hmm. where I just ask you a bunch of questions because she's actually way more knowledgeable about <laughs> financial stuff than I am. Yeah. And so we could do like a beginner's guide to- That'd be fun. Uh, to financial freedom. You can show off what I've learned. Yeah. I'm no expert. I will say that, but yeah. people I've, need to know this. Yeah, stuff. but it's true. It's like, I know a lot more than me, the, than you. And so that'd and be you call episode. me average Joe, <laughs> average Paul. Or, no, don't call me average Paul. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. that was a great episode. Yeah. I, I thought that was super fun. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, we have to wrap up now and go pick up our kids. Yeah. So, so thank you guys for listening. We're really glad you're here and with us, even though we don't post as frequently as we want to. Like, it is in our hearts to do episodes. We talk about it every week. We're like, can we do an episode this week? Oh, we I just can't because, this. yeah, I know. Like, we should record that. Every conversation. Man, we should have recorded that. I one. know. I know. So, our hearts are with you, even though we're not always in front of the microphone, but this is going to become more frequent because we do love, love recording. So, yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And we're. We're on On the journey journey with with you. you. I remember that time. Yay! 
Hello, and welcome to another episode of Uncooked Conversations. Where we bring you the musical stylings of two totally white <laughs> weirdos <laughs> in a back room of their house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just at our, our favorite boba place in town. And- Getting those tasty little... Tiny black mushy balls in our drinks. Oh my god! Just cut that. That sounds gross. That sounds gross. Let's see if we can remember how to podcast. <clears throat> I think it's this button. <laughs> did I do it? Did I podcast? I think I did it. <laughs>